What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Steel and Teal Down the Rabbit Hole Talk. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. Jim from Fan in the Van. I'm, let's get let's just get down the rabbit hole right away. Let's not wait. Let's not, you know, let's just not uh you know, let's just get into it. Uh before we start recording, I told you I was gonna go into this. The NFL started Thursday, right? Right. So when the NFL starts, it's preseason, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same page. Apparently, Cleveland Browns fans aren't. You're celebrating a fucking preseason game like you won the freaking Super Bowl. <laughs> you beat Zach Wilson, whoever the other four backups are, with no starters. Okay? Stop. It's one game. You can praise Cedric Tillman. That's fine because he looked good in this game. The, uh, the, the quarterback from UCLA was decent in this game. But these fans, it's victory Friday. No, it's fucking moron Friday in freaking Cleveland. How are you celebrating a preseason game? I don't know, how, man. How, how? Make it make sense to me. Because that's all Cleveland's got to celebrate. That's why. They can't celebrate anything in a regular season. And then that day, that stupid, that, that, that kid I told you about, Nick Harris, he goes, oh, let's put some interesting Cleveland stats out. It's been 2,000-whatever days. I, 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 yeah, I showed you it because you've seen it. You just... This fucking kid, this is what I'm talking about because people go, why do you always target Cleveland Browns fans? That kid alone is why. It's my, my comment immediately was, you know, even to take a shot, and like I said, <laughs> Cleveland has less winning seasons than my Jaguars do in our entire existence. And I even <laughs> gave them an extra two years. Yeah. Like we've been around for 28 years and we have more winning seasons than now, a team that had an extra two years to get more winning yeah. seasons. Now, did you watch the game? No, I don't care about okay. the Hall of Fame game. I don't give a so, shit well, about the Hall of Fame game. It got interesting from the now here's a guy, Chris Collinsworth standpoint. Oh, he, oh, 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 here we go. So. They they asked somebody on Twitter put out a thing you know should Chris Collinsworth yeah I don't see why you don't talk about the off field incidents with Deshaun Watson it happened it's not like we could ignore it what bothered me about the whole thing was he's like you know what happened to him like no nothing happened to him and that's part of the problem it's what he did and the consequences were next to nothing don't act it like he's the fucking victim in this that 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 was my issue with his take on it is that he painted Watson to be like this guy that like 20 plus women just went after him because he got a huge contract and it's all guaranteed. And they figured, all right, we can get a payday. And uh, listen, it's always going to be talked about whenever you see Watson on TV, but be smart when you're talking about it. Cause you know, the next day, yeah. Somebody's going to come out and, and say something about it. So, I don't know, Chris. Freaking that, and him already having like seven fucking orgasms over Aaron Rodgers in the first like thirty seconds. And I'm showing him on TV. Enough, Aaron Rodgers. Enough. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was like. like <laughs> Look at Aaron Rodgers in that black and green jet jersey. Oh, oh, oh. And then he's like, "Hey, Tarico, can you get me the uh, aloe vera tissues, please? I got a mess on my hands. Come on." Fucking look, look at Aaron Rodgers just existing on the sideline. Look look at him exist better than anybody else besides Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh God, I can't wait for the I can't wait for that Thursday night game. I can't wait. Fucking Collins work the steam the, the fucking screen's just gonna go white. <laughs> it's Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh god. I'll tell you what we're gonna do is we're gonna beat the Jets. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> I say it like he couldn't buy every asset I've ever owned. See, now you could do an episode with Patrick Mahomes being a guest, is the way I could do it with Belichick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, I think Patrick's one hell of a quarterback, but, you know, we did have Tom Brady, and uh, Tom Brady is the goat, and Pat's the baby goat. And, uh, you know, he does sound like Kermit, but everything's all right. Oh, by the way, I did not record that Bengals practice. I almost <laughs> want to try to do an episode where I'm just doing like. Just Belichick, Doc Rivers, um, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Doc Rivers is easy. All you have to do is just choke. 
Well, the boys didn't do art either. You got to sound like, you know, you, you lost your voice 20 years ago. You don't know what happened. It's fantastic. And it's not Ben's fault. It's not Ben's fault. My voice is gone. It's not Ben's fault at all. It's not Ben's fault. Cleveland lost. Oh, God. We've gone down the rabbit Well, you have to start somewhere. But, like, yeah. speak, speaking of Rogers, Rogers did his best and, and impressions. Rogers did his best Will Smith impression with the Sean yes. Payton, you know, keep my coach's name out your mouth thing. Which I just this, who this whole situation is so fucking stupid. It's petty, I mean, and it's it's like is Sean Payton, you know, to use to use. Um, I don't know if you watch pro wrestling at all, but to a little bit, but to use, but to use the term that CM Punk uses. Tell me what I'm telling lies. Is Sean Payton telling lies here no. that the that the Broncos sucked last year? So, like, what it's what he so did. Fun. No, and I, like he he said what we were all thinking. That's yeah. the thing, and this is why it's even funnier. Where they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna, you know, we have Aaron Rodgers." I'm like, "Great, you still have Nathaniel Hackett as your offensive coordinator, yeah. who we're gonna find out if it was him or Russ at some point." Which the Broncos can't catch a fucking break with all their knees and ankles and ligaments in their lower bodies getting destroyed. Fucking maybe the Yankees. Maybe they have the Yankees as their medical training staff. <laughs> you can't tell that Rizzo's got post concussion syndrome. Pretty sure Hackett and um, Aaron Boone went to the same analytics school. Yeah, analytics for idiots. <laughs> we have a mobile quarterback. Let's make him stand in the pocket and throw the ball. <laughs> like, yeah. no, what are you doing? Anyways, I just, it. Does Green Bay play Denver this year? Is it week five, week six? Hang on. I think it's if I have to guess, probably week five. I gotta check. It is October twenty second at four twenty five. Don't know what week that is, but October twenty second, uh, we get to see Rogers smack Sean Payton, or if Russ is actually cooked or not. Um, we'll see. I think that that's going to be the pillow fight of the week. Every week I have a well, that, so every week there's a game, whether it's college or pros, where it's the pillow fight of the week, where it's two, it, it's the Hall of Fame game, but during the regular season. Yeah. It's two meh teams who are trying to out meh the other team. Like, that's, that's <laughs> just what it is. It's a pillow fight. I'm going to call it what it is. It's like when Ohio State and Michigan, I'll take shots at you two all day. It, and Michigan State, too, when y'all play like, you know, Valdosta State comes up to University of Michigan to play in the big house and like, yeah, we blew them out 53 to nothing. I'm like, I would hope you do. It's a D3 school. You're Michigan. They like, should have blew them out by more than 53. It you should have like dropped 100. 100. Yeah, you should have dropped 90 on them with your fifth string quarterback in there. Like, it, it's if y'all are as good as you say you are, this didn't even turn into a shot. This wasn't even meant to be a shot of Michigan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hands ready to eat for everybody. Well, speaking of Big Ten players, let's get back into it. So we all saw it. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. got baptized in training camp. Which, it, it, here, here's my thing with it. So friend of the show, uh, Darian, over at Chill Takes on TikTok and Twitter and everything. Go check him out if you guys are looking for content on that front. Um, somebody, uh, him and somebody else and myself are interacting on this topic. The handing the ball back and the jawing, do you have an issue with that or no? No. I don't during practice. I have no. an issue with it during the game. Yeah, during the game. is During the fun. game, and that, that would be – and I'm sure Tomlin did it, but if I'm Tomlin, I'm pulling him off to the side and being like, hey, great fucking catch. Good job. Don't you ever fucking hand the ball back to that person, or don't you ever hand the ball to anybody other than the fucking ref. During a game. (laughs) I get it. Great. We don't need another Chase Claypool situation where he caught that slant route and did the first down pose for like a good two minutes and then ran the clock out. Like freaking Claypool's already in a heap of shit in Chicago now. That's hilarious. Him and somebody else got into it. The GM's breaking it up. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God Train Claypool got a porter. I'm sure it's like a Draymond Jordan Poole situation where somebody's talking smack and be like, oh, how does it feel to be the second oh, That came out what that fight was about. Was it quadruple singles? Was that what somebody said? It was about where LeBron's stance is, as far as where LeBron is on the GOAT status. 
That's apparently what this whole argument was about. You gotta be friggin' kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Who cares? He's not. He, uh, don't get me wrong. He's one of the right now. He's one of the best basketball players ever. But he's still not Michael Jordan. So to have an argument and then fight your teammate over it. Y'all can't see my face right now, but Jim can. I am the the <laughs> utmost level of done because are you fucking kidding me? Why does that, if that's true, why does that lead to blows? Like what I thought it was, and this is the story they should have stuck with, was Jordan Poole saying, you know, to Draymond, like, oh, I'm sure everybody at Michigan State loved all your quadruple singles. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I would have stuck with that. I would have been like, yeah, that was good. He got me and he pissed me off. So I punched him in the face. So who whose stance was where? <laughs> who I don't well, Draymond probably because he's another LeBron nut lover. He probably puts him like on the pedestal on he probably puts him in his own island somewhere. But like, he's also he, but he's also a physical player. So he might have been going for Jordan or somebody like that. Whereas which okay, before we get into this, before we go too far down the struggle, I have to address something. The people out here who were saying, I don't know if you saw it, they it, it was it happened a while ago. It happened, you know, around the NBA draft. Somebody was like, if Larry Bird played in today's NBA, you know, he wouldn't be that good. No, he'd be better. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be putting up Luca numbers. Yeah. People like, oh, he's a you know, unathletic, you know, kind of slower guy. And I'm like, okay, first of all, Bird, you know, slower, sure, but you can't tell me Jeff yeah. wasn't athletic, but also like it's just Luca. It's Luca from, you know, French Lick, Indiana. That's all this is. If you put all those guys in the NBA right now, Bird, Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, you know, I'll even throw Pippen in there. Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Kevin McHale, Robert P Parrish. Well, LeBron would get better if Pippen was on his team. We all know that. He's nobody until yeah. Pippen gets on his team. Uh, <laughs> you know, Patrick Ewing, Starks, Oakley. You put all those guys in this NBA era? Oof. It's ridiculous. Oof. And, like, to go back to trash talking, like, it's Bird was one of the greatest trash talkers of all time. And what made him such a great trash talker and why I have no issue with trash talking, back it the fuck up. Yeah. If you can back up your trash talk, and I'm not, you can say just about whatever you want at this point because you're dominating. And the other team can't stop you. Like, I'll never forget. Like, it happens. Uh, that game winner uh, where he hit that corner three, he looked at the guy guarding him and said, here's what's going to happen. They're going to pass the ball in. I'm going to cut towards the rim, and then I'm going to cut back around, catch the ball, and shoot that three right in your face. I'm going to make it and win the game. And the guy's like, no, the fuck you're not. And then he did it. <laughs> he played a whole game left-handed because he's like, I'm just going to play left-handed tonight, and I'm still going to put up 20. And he did. Yeah. Like that's this is what I'm talking about with trash talk. Like if you want to trash talk, you have to be able to yeah. trash talk and back it up. Yeah. So that's it. That's yeah. what you gotta do in any sport. You better be better be prepared to back it up when you talk. That's like even that's even like tonight with that stupid fucking boxing shit with Jake Paul and Nate Diaz. I'm not watching. Uh well Nate Diaz is beyond out of shape for boxing by boxing standards. By boxing standards, yes, but if I'll tell you right now, if Jake Paul gets knocked the fuck out, which I kind of hope happens, I, I think it's 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 duly deserved at this point. All the shit he's ever talked, I want I want him to have the Nate Robinson treatment. That's what I want. I just want Diaz to go out there and just like bell rings. He just goes out, doesn't even square up, and just fucking. Cole Cox and one. That's it. I, he just goes down. That's the end. And all these idiots that buy that pay per view, you will see why I have not bought a pay per view in over a fucking decade. I haven't. I've never bought a pay per view. I can either just go to a sports bar and watch it, or I can just watch the highlights on YouTube the next day. Yes, yeah. I don't care. Like I, I don't care that much. It, it's not that important. You could just go on the dumpster fire app, Twitter X, as I like to call it now. And you could just watch other people post clips as it's happening. Yeah. You can do just about anything. You can find what you, you may or may not be able to find ways to live stream this. And I will not be giving you options because that's what happened when, whenever, whenever anybody gets a hold of a illegal, 
whenever whenever anybody gets a hold of a streaming site, they tell the wrong people. Like there was a um, and I'm either gonna keep some people on board or I'm gonna lose some people with this one. There was an anime website called Kiss Anime where you could stream everything. You know, no couple ads or whatever, but they had a library of everything. TikTok got a hold of it. This site was up from my freshman year of college till about two and a half years ago. And they shut the shit down because TikTok got a hold of it. And they're like, look, well, you can watch any anime for free. And everyone's like, stop it. Stop talking. <laughs> You're going to ruin this for everybody else. Stop it. Like, and there's there's ways you can stream these games, soccer, football, basketball, you know, yeah. boxing matches, all of them. I won't tell you where to find them. Um, you, you can find them on your own, but there's ways to do it. Just I, I may or may not have my methods, allegedly, um, that I will not be. Uh, admitting guilt on for a uh, <laughs> that we are recording. I may or may not know of ways to do it. Allegedly, uh, I, I don't. I don't know anything. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I certainly <laughs> wouldn't. You know, use. <laughs> sir, I would never use that. I would never use that ever, ever, ever. <laughs> but oh, spe- speaking yeah. of illegal shit, we got to talk about. Oh, drop my pen. Speaking of legal shit, we got to talk about Iowa State. We have to talk about Iowa State. Uh, well, yeah, and- this ties into the thing I told you about before we. Oh my god! Where if the, if this is true, there's gonna be all the the the, the catastrophe that happens after this. If this is all true, Ooh. it might prove the conspiracy theorists right for the longest time. Yeah. Well, it's. Okay, so the for those who have been living under a rock and more focused on the Jonathan Taylor stuff, um, the or NFL season game. Yeah, well, NFL has can we'll call it a preseason game. That's what it is. Um, you can go undefeated in the preseason. Doesn't matter. They have parades back in Cleveland now. <laughs> Congratulations, you you won meaningless games. Woo! Yeah, but. Hey, the NFL season. Listen, the NFL is fully back now, even though it's preseason. Oh, I know. And my gloves are off now. I'm done. I'm done with the Browns fans. So I had to explain how the draft works to somebody yesterday. Did I tell you this? Oh no! But I'm sure this is going to be. Wait, the NFL draft? Yes. So oh, I, I, I won't I won't name buddy. I'm not gonna you know call out buddy on Twitter or anything like that. But there was somebody who was defending Urban Meyer, which any Jaguars fan knows is a capital punishment, um, punishable by uh, absolute verbal lashing on Twitter. Uh, so because I have to find this, and I I was polite. Uh, I shouldn't have been. I wouldn't have. I was nice about it. I was kind of a dick, but I was also nice about it. Like it was. I was trying to be. So somebody made the comment about how uh, he said Jags, this dude said Jags went one in 50. First of all, pays for Twitter, which is hilarious. Um, even a Titans fan was against Urban with this, which was great. That's how you know when the Titans fans are saying that this dude's an asshole. That's how you know, because they had Jeff Fisher for yeah. a coach. Guy said Jags went one in 15 the year before Meyer. He also drafted Tyson Campbell and Lawrence. So I said, let me break it down for you. Lawrence is a generational talent. And I don't like throwing that word around very often, but Lawrence is actually a generational talent. I'm yeah. sick and tired of all the, you know, he he's a generational talent. He's a generational talent. Great. Awesome. We now have 30 generational talents at four positions across the fucking draft for the fourth year in a row. This isn't possible. That's not what generational means. <laughs> it's not, bro. It's not how this works. They, 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 they throw it around like it don't mean shit now. Oh, my so. God. But I said, Lawrence is a generational talent. ETN projected as a round one pick. Campbell projected as a round two pick. Little projected as a round two pick. And Andre Sisco projected as a round three pick. All of these guys were picked in their projected rounds, and none of them were quote-unquote steals. Sisco, I think, was a steal, and so was Walker Little. But that's, you know, and Tyson Campbell was a great pick. Um, But yeah. that's, you know, that's besides the point. So guys said, how come no other teams took them? I said, because that's how the draft works. <laughs> because there's 31 other teams and only 259 total selections that year. Teams have different needs at different positions and value each position differently based on need and scheme. We also pick first in each round, so that helps with availability. <laughs> when, we're, when picking first overall in each round, it doesn't hurt. It's like teams also have sources that we don't have access to in general no- or in the general knowledge of who likes who. 
who will take who and which round they're targeting them, et cetera. That also factors into building draft boards, your draft position, team needs, and who will be available, et cetera. I'm like, I, why am I explain? All right, here's my thing. And I, I will be, I will die on this fucking hill. If you don't know ball, regardless of sports, shut the hell up. If you don't understand the sport, like it's, and I, I, I will be, I've been guilty at times launching into, you know, comments without, you know, oh, you know, I, without doing, you know, my proper research on this stuff. But it's also yeah. like, if you don't know ball, sit down, <laughs> sit down. Because if I see, I will, if I have the time, I will teach you, but it won't yeah. be fun. <laughs> it won't be fun. And and to those who don't know how the NFL draft works, it's simple. It's three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And they constantly pan in to every team's war room. And there's this big board that says draft board. And it has everyone who's in the draft on it. There's also hundreds of people in the draft and less than 300 get picked. Yeah. Well, except for Belichick's draft room. It has a table, a laptop with the Apple friggin' logo with duct tape on it and his dog eating New England clam chowder or something. His dog's making the picks and somehow he's still winning games. Yeah. I, I, I Honestly, you know, here's my conspiracy theory for the day. Uh, I think Belichick's dog is actually the reason why they won all those championships. We could think his dog for the dynasty. You know, his dog probably picked Brady. His dog probably picked all these other guys, called the plays. You know, his dog bribed the refs for the tuck rule. It, it's Belichick's dog, man. No idea what his dog. I have no idea what his dog's name is, so I'm just gonna make one up. Oh uh, yeah, I'd like to shout out my dog Roddy for uh, making all these picks. Uh, thanks for getting us Brady, and uh, thanks for getting us out of Deflate Gate, Spy Gate, Jerk Off Gate with Robert Kraft. And yeah, this, uh, so this, on. this is my dog Tom. My dog Tom. <laughs> y'all, y'all thought it was Tom Brady who was actually the star of this team. It was actually Tom who called the plays, not not Tom Brady. My my dog Tom. Yes, it, yes, an eighty for Brady was based on my dog and not the actual quarterback. You see, Belichick seems like his dog would have the most like spot. his dog's got more personality. His dog's yeah. got more personality than fucking Belichick. His dog. dog might be named Dog. I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. Dog, come here. That 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 are hey, come here, Dynasty. <laughs> you. His dog's name is you. Come hey, here, you. you. Hey, you. Uh, why don't you come over here, you? You, uh, sit down. You, outside and shit, you. Yeah, go out. Stop sniffing. Sit down, you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, it's like, and like to, to get slightly back on topic, so we do talk about some steel and some teal. Jaguars yeah, training we- camp is looking good. And we'll, we'll get back to the Iowa State stuff in a minute. Jaguars training camp, we're looking good. I'm, I'm happy. Josh Allen's talking about going for the sack record. They're going to play. It looks like they're having Devin Lloyd play in the role that he was playing in Utah when he was most effective, which if I have my way, here's my ideal setup. We run a three, four. We have um, Trayvon Walker, Devon Hamilton, Roy Robertson, Harris, hands of the dirt. That's your D line. You have Lloyd as your, you know, coverage linebacker and you're also outside guy you have josh allen is your rush rushing outside linebacker you have chad muma and foyer aluakon in the middle as you're starting you know or middle linebackers you have rayshon jenkins and cisco at strong and free safety you have darius williams uh shout out creekside uh you have darius williams on one side you have tyson campbell on the other and then you have the rookie uh johnson coming in and playing nickel because it makes sense if if we should go to a three four if we're not one already, which I don't remember, I don't remember I, as much as I would love to memorize every facet of football. I don't remember the exact scheme that the Jaguars run, but a three four would make sense. No, absolutely, it would make sense. Yeah, you know, I, like I don't know every, I don't know what the Steelers run, but they should do the same thing because they got fucking monsters all over the place. I loved the. Did you see the video come out today about Darnell Washington burning like that fourth string linebacker, making it, him look like funny. a child? It, it's funny because um, uh, average Joe Sports actually tagged me in a video and he goes, "Yo, look at your boy running routes." And I'm looking, I'm like, "Who's covering him? Who's the child?" You see, you see this little jersey come out of nowhere, and I'm like, "That's Buck Robinson." 
I was show I was showing people that, and they're like, "So where's the guy covering him? Is he just running free?" I'm like, at this point, yeah, it looks like he's, it. But it... the thing is, is that he's he has no speed. He's like a um, he's like trying to get a '72 Ford Pinto to start and then get it going. He's like, <laughs> like that's what you expect for a guy who's built like a friggin' U.S. military tank. Oh, if 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 he's a Ford pin, if he moves like a Ford Pinto, then Zach Wilson's a fucking Geo Metro. <laughs> Zach Wilson's a fucking Mercury Capri. He's, he's, <laughs> he's a Model A. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hand crank in the front. And, and it was funny because they were talking about with Wilson, one of the plays. Freaking, they're like, yeah. Usually he would just look at one receiver if he didn't like it. He would just run. Well, on this one, it looks like he looked at two or three, and he runs, and then he just like does his own Daniel Jones, but without going seventy something yards. He ran like negative. Yeah, he just fell down. He got back to the line of scrimmage. I saw that play, and they're like, "Oh, look at him go through his progressions, like he's fucking paid to as a first round pick." You should. should Oh my god! No, no, he shouldn't have been. Did you see Chris Sims actually had him ranked? Did you see Chris Sims's quarterback rankings for that year? Oh god! Uh, Oh, they're fantastic. Wait, I might have if. I know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had Wilson, like, in the top ten. Zach Wilson, number one. Bullshit! Oh, it, it, wait, it gets better. (laughs) Zach Wilson, number one. Trevor Lawrence, number two. Oh, first I'll take Wilson off. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got four more to go. (laughs) Mac Jones at number three. Kellen Mond at number four. Justin Fields at five and Trey Lance at six. Those the <laughs> only two that belong, the only ones that belong on there is obviously Trevor Lawrence and, and Mac Jones and Justin Fields. Honestly, I think Fields and is going to hell of a year this year. Justin Fields, freaking Kellen Mond, Kellen Mond at number four. <laughs> I think I was like a third, fourth round draft pick. I think it was a fifth round pick. How do you put him in? A... If I'm listen, if I'm Phil Sims. And I think when we release this, I might just tag him in it, and I'm going to ask him politely. Please do. I'm going to say, please, disown your son. You do the quarterback rankings. Oh, Oh, again. son is a jerk off. This gets so much better. Oh, this is absolutely beautiful. This gets so much better. He's clearly number one for me, clearly. And there is space between him and Trevor Lawrence. I feel like I'm back watching almost a Patrick Mahomes again. That's how I feel when I'm watching him. It's Aaron Rodgers-ish. He's got the best arm in the draft. This is about Zach Wilson. Oh, boy. Chris, what are you smoking, big dog? He must have took Ayuska with Rodgers in a dark cave retreat somewhere to fucking think that. Oh, God. Listen, Chris Sims. Chris Sims, Sims, I bet quit your job. And just work at a car wash somewhere. You 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 couldn't play in the league. You can't project for shit. You're an absolute moron. Stop. Just stop. He Chris had... Sims, you are utter douche nozzle. Speaking oh, of speaking of, speaking of that, before I forget, I don't know if you know this, but uh today's actually Brent's birthday at 1420 Oh, happy birthday, Brent. Yeah. Thank you, Facebook, although I don't post on there, but Facebook is a great place to, if you forget someone's birthday, Facebook will let you know about it. The amount of times Facebook is, I'm going to message buddy right now. Brent, when you go back and listen to this, Dave, or either one of you, I am telling, I am sending this as we're recording this in the group chat I have with Brent and Dave. Happy birthday, man. Jim just told me. <laughs> Send. <laughs> We gotta have fun with it. But anyways, back to Chris Sims being a moron. Uh, His whole quote on Zach Wilson. Quote, I'm blown away by Zach Wilson. I feel like I'm back watching almost a Patrick Mahomes again. That is a quote. A Patrick Mahomes again. That's how I feel when I'm watching him. It's Aaron Rodgers-ish. His throwing is exceptional. Okay, the consistency of throwing right off the bat. He's got the best arm of the draft. His arm is special and his accuracy is special. Wait. (laughs) Wait. He takes advantage of all that's there to be had. But it's the other aspects of his game that also blows me away. Now, the part I'm adding, like not taking the blame when you average less than two yards per offensive play. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, he takes advantage of all that's there, but it's the other aspect of his game that also blows me away when there is nothing there. It's off the charts. It's wow. I knew the kid had talent. I did not expect to see what I saw where it was just one consistent highlight show game after game, after game, after game. He's a very good athlete. No, he's not. His feet are off the charts. Good. Uh, no, they're not. I guess what I come down to with him, the only negative is maybe I wish he was a little bigger. No, I wish he was talented. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be the one I'd be looking at. Doesn't matter how big you are. Are you talented? And Zach Wilson, you are not. I'll put it this way. Mason Rudolph, fucking whack-a-mole himself, is a better quarterback. And I am not on any type of hallucinogens or anything when I'm about to say this. Mason Rudolph will be and is a better quarterback than fucking Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. There, I said it. You know where to find me on Twitter if you're a Jets fan and you and you feel differently. I'm just putting it out there because at least Mason Rudolph doesn't go a whole game and not gain negative fucking five yards per play. Shout out to he the Jets still, for converting. He back to the line of scrimmage at least. Shout out to the Jets for converting that first down and winning the game and officially picking the wrong blonde kid. Uh, Sims on why he ranked Wilson above Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, we're talking long career. He has Hall of Fame type talent and ability, all of those things. I'm not knocking him. Yes, you are. I'm just saying that the guy I see right now at number one is really superstar special talent and NFL ready right now. That's hilarious. The saddest part is, is that if the Jets didn't win that game, you guys are stuck with Zach Wilson. But I will say to you, this is him on Lawrence. He is not as good a thrower as Justin Herbert was last year. <laughs> okay. We beat him cool. twice. <laughs> that's false. But okay, Chris Sims, you keep. Mac Jones oh. and Zach Wilson are, these are all Chris Sims quotes. So don't get mad at me. I'm reading word for word what the man said. And we're allowed to be wrong. Yeah. But I've never been this blatantly wrong. I've never been this blatantly wrong. Him and Zach Wilson, and he's talking about Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are more consistent throwing the ball than Trevor Lawrence, but his top-end talent and potential is not Trevor Lawrence. Okay. But Mac Jones is better than Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey, Trey Lance, fashion off. He says no, Mac not. Jones' decision-making is on par with Joe Burrow. Um, I disagree. No, because Joe, Joe Burrow's decision-making is one that is 100 times better than fucking than Mac Jones, that's for sure. And, and it sucks. I don't know if you've seen that. Burrow's not going to be back till at least week five. Oh, I know. We'll which, see. Which, which might make this now. It, it's going to be hard now for the Bengals to stay atop the AFC North. They'll come back and be all right. Yeah, but I, I just, I mean, five games with, without your, I'll, I'll say what it is, without your elite quarterback. Yeah, because Joe Burrow is proven to he, he's in the elite status. He's a dude. He, he's one of the top three quarterbacks. Yeah, we got it. He's also, also Mahomes is kryptonite. Absolutely, I have to talk about his comments on Kellen Mond. This is fantastic. Uh, uh, here we go. Here we go. And and Cleveland Browns fans, when you listen to this, this is somebody who's just as delusional, not Garrett, Chris Sims, as you guys. Thank are. you. Uh, quote <laughs> on Kellen Mond. This is the guy that's not even on the radar to where you just go. Nobody's talking about this guy. It's a machine throwing the ball like Mac Jones. I don't understand why there's no talk about this guy. I do. I promise you this is the guy. I'm going to get calls from my NFL friends today going, oh, I wish you wouldn't have said anything about him. I bet he didn't. Um, he has gotten an unbelievable release. He has great command of the ball as a pure, consistent thrower. It's better than Trevor Lawrence, just as pure. Every throw on the money, perfect spiral. I don't know why he's not getting more hype. The mechanics are perfect every time. And like Mac Jones, it doesn't matter what the throw is. He's within the realm of his mechanics. So third-round pick to third-round pick, Chris, um, because that's what you were. Uh, I can see why. (laughs) How many? Oh, now I have to. Oh, we got to shit on Chris Sims. Here we go. The now, thing that he's talking about, Kellen Mond's got a good release. You know who else in Cleveland has a good release? Watson, but it ain't on the field, though. <laughs> I knew exactly where you were going with that. I'm missing a chance to shit on him or Cleveland ever. I'm not going to miss a shot at it. Over his eight-year NFL career, Chris Sims played 23 games, uh, completed 58% of his passes, 
3,117 yards and 12 touchdowns. Oh, I need to find your interceptions. You have a 7-9 and nine career record. Where are your interceptions? And, and this guy's doing quarterback projections? Oh, sorry. Uh, he played a 40-year NFL career. I apologize. Um, Never started. Uh, he started 10 games for Tampa in 2005. Not even the full season, just 10 games. Ah, 12 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Shut the fuck ah, up, Chris Sims. You you are the jerk off of the century, Chris Sims. Oh my god. Saying, I get him the jerk off award now. Saying Chris saying Chris Sims is an elite quarterback is like you and me bragging about how that one year we actually had more NFL rushing yards than Reggie Bush did because he had negative one. Great. Didn't even play, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I and you know. Not preying on dudes, you know, down like that kind of am. Uh, but not not really. Like, you know, happy that Chris has the success that he has. I don't understand how the hell he I, I do understand. It's his dad, you know. Yep. So your dad was great. You know, walking ass backwards into something. Chris Sims did. He do walked you... ass backwards into a job with NBC and everywhere else that he worked. Oh boy. All because my daddy's Phil Sims and you need to give me a job. Chris Sims' QB record, 2004, 1-1, one one, 2005, 6-4. and four. Congrats on the winning season. Uh, That's great. 2006, 0-3. Oh um, didn't finish the game, or d- only started in one game in 2008. I guess he didn't play enough to get the statistic of win or loss. Um, well, now I need to know. This was for, oh, the 2008 Titans. Oh, please let me know what your score was. Oh, I... <laughs> Pray to God. He's got a losing record at life, though, that's for sure. Oh, for sure. Oh, I got to find this. Show passing. He went one for two for seven yards. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> oh, and, this this guy, and, and this guy is writing that Zach Wilson's better than Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, oh. Mac. He's talking about Kellen Mond is special. If I, Kellen Mond was that good, he would he would have stayed in friggin' Minnesota. He would out he would outpace Kirk Cousins, which I and I I will give Kirk Cousins credit where credits due. Statistically, dude is a fantastic quarterback. Yeah. Um. But when the lights get too bright, that's the problem. But speaking of problems, uh, Alvin Kamara gets his slap on the wrist that we all knew was coming. He's still, he's still not going to rush for a thousand yards. He's actually never done that. He has never rushed for a thousand yards, and he's one of the top five paid running backs in the league. If you haven't listened to the episode where I go in on Jonathan Taylor, please do because I bring a lot of stats into it. I don't want to spoil anything or get into it there. Go listen to that episode. Um, I break down why Taylor deserves his money and why I have no issue with him doing what he's doing. Um, I feel like Kamara's suspension, you know, to quote the 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 Jim Ursay, I don't want to say great, but the Jim Ursay, uh, you know, it's a privilege to be part of this league. <laughs> it's a privilege I, I, to be part know, of this league. I don't know if you heard my version of that, but Jim Ursay is, I agree with the, you know, that, that whole quote, I agree with the first part. Mm-hmm. You know, like if he died, if Jonathan Taylor wasn't in the league, it goes on. He's right. absolutely right. But to say that it's a privilege, no, he, and, and, that's just that's just asinine because it's not like it's not like and, and I use this as the example like if somebody went to Jonathan Taylor when he was in college and he never played football hey would you like the privilege of playing for the Indianapolis Colts that's a privilege to be handed that you know, you know to be handed that Jonathan Taylor had to work to get to where he is just that's like exactly what I said that's why I said it's an honor to play in the NFL just like it's an honor to play in the NBA MLB NHL you know, soccer, whatever it is, it's not a privilege. It, you have to work to get to where you are. It is a so, privilege. It, it is saying. a privilege to be there, but it's it's not that they it, they weren't handed it. Like Ursay was handed his dad's football team because his dad owned the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but it was a, you know, Jonathan Taylor, um, Anthony Richardson, Najee Harris, Ben Roethlisberger, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, any player in the league worked there ass off to get to where they were some of them were walk-ons in college and are now playing in the nfl some of these guys like they 
busted their ass every single day at the chance to get to this level. So to say it's a, is it a privilege to be, you know, as talented as they are? Yeah, but they fucking earned it. And the ones who stay there are the ones who continue to earn it. And Taylor has absolutely earned it. Um, I would, if, if I'm a betting man and we'll get into bets in a minute, uh, if I'm a betting man outside of an NFL facility, uh, I will bet that Jonathan Taylor will be a part of the team. And I, I broke it down in the episode. I think Jonathan Taylor's a part of the team this year, whether he's holding out or actually gets a contract. I don't see him getting traded because Ursay will never trade him. Um, and I don't but, think they'll put him on the NFI list. No, but you do know what Ursay will do, though. Hmm. He's rebooting Free Willy. That's true. It's it's just him. It's him <laughs> under the rock going, yeah. <laughs> the fact that and, and and this is the thing that makes this situation that that just makes Ursay look that much dumber. You're willing to pay twenty million dollars to save a fucking orca. Okay. Right? Yeah. This is what you're willing to pay. But the guy who fucking broke his back for you for four years already, you're not gonna pay him. But you're going to fucking recreate the most iconic scene in a movie starring a fucking whale where you're going to play freaking Jesse, stand on the rock going, <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then Michael Jackson starts playing right after it. Okay. You know what, Jim oh Irsay? You know who should? You know who should put themselves in a rehab? Is Jim Irsay because he's still doing the coke and he's fucking Zambuca fueled all the time. He's just, he's just an asshole. I don't care. Because the fact that I, I share the name Jim with him, I'm I'm changing my name. And I do. I, I, before I get into this joke, I do understand it's different money, it's different everything. You're never going to tell a billionaire how to spend his money, but it's and this is old news. This did come out a little while ago, but the fact that it's resurfacing now is hilarious. But you got you know Jim Tony Montana Ursay back there, and I, I'm not trying to take shots at addiction, but he's you know what we do we we don't pay our best offensive weapon. We're going to spend $20 million to recreate a favorite movie from when I was growing up. (laughs) And again, it's different money. It's different everything. I get it. But it's still like, it doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. You know what else else doesn't look good? Hmm. Is Baker Field in Tampa. Nine practices, seven interceptions. Who has more, him or Dak? I don't know, but there's been instances in training camp where, where there's one in Dallas where, where Mika Parsons almost obliterated Dak during, during practice. And I don't know if you heard seen this one. It was at Steel to keep it Steel and Teal related, where TJ Watt like almost buries Kenny Pickett into the ground. And freaking Tomlin's just like, get the fuck off the quarterback. Get the fuck off of him. Don't touch the quarterback. <laughs> don't fucking touch him. And I, you know, I understand why. That's, listen. Kenny Pickett right now to the Steeler brass is their golden ticket back to the playoffs and possibly a Super Bowl in the next three, four years. Tomlin's just like, you want to have Mitch be your starting quarterback? And Mitch is like, no, he's he's got a point. <laughs> yeah. He's Some got a point. Fucking Mitch is throwing interceptions to fucking JPJ. Like, you don't want that to start this year. You, you want, want Trubisky to- or the Whack-A-Mole to be your starting quarterback? No, 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 Coach. Yeah, no, you... You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey, I'll take you out for a steak dinner after this. Okay. Right. We, we got to close out on this. Have you seen, because we'll, we'll breeze through the betting thing. Uh, the Iowa State players who were apparently, and this is what you and I had an issue with, betting on their actual over-unders on their game, betting on things that they can control. That's what I have a problem with. Yeah. If you take, you know, that aspects of the game you can control besides winning, what are you doing? But it's also like apparently he had his mom bet on one, which again is something you and I talked about. Like you act like this doesn't happen already. You know, this this has been happening. There was a video of him like, don't record this, you know, I'll get in trouble type thing. Like this is oh, I'm gonna get in trouble, guys. You can't record me doing this. Like hey, well, then don't do it. He yeah. bet. Oh, here it is. Uh, the most high pro or most high profile of the athletes charge is Hunter Deckers, who started at quarterback for Ohio or Iowa State last season. Your starting quarterback bet approximately twenty eight hundred dollars. I'm rounding up a dollar. I don't fucking care. 
um, 366 times under an account registered to his mother, Jamie. He allegedly placed 297 while he was underage. Uh, I don't care about that. Uh, 26 were on Iowa sporting events, and one was on Iowa State's 2021 game against Oklahoma State, which he did not play in. Uh, his attorney has said that he is stepping away from the team, but will plead not guilty. I don't know how you can. Well, I mean, guilty. He's stepping away, quote, so he can focus on his studies and on the defense of this criminal charge. Uh, no, I think he was. I think the coaches were like, all right, look, you got two choices. Either you can walk or we'll force you to walk. What do you want to do? Yeah. You want to walk out on your feet or get kicked out on your ass? Uh, <laughs> Iowa basketball player from 2020 to 2023. Um, Iowa football player from 2020 to 2022. So you've got Aaron Eulis, Aaron Blom, Bloom, however you say his name. Dodge Salzer. Uh, played from 2021 to 2023. Um, 113 bets for him. You have uh, 170 wagers for Aaron Blom, Bloom, however, I, I don't care. Um, Aaron Eulis uh, placed 1,850 bets, <laughs> totaling 34,900. What are you doing? Oh, this, it, it oh, look, this stupid. Well, it's an, I'll call it what it is. It, it, if it is an addiction, then it is a disease. And it, it's as someone who works in, you know, the liquor industry, you know, that's why I don't, that's why I'm not taking shots at Ursay's, you know, addiction like that. It, it's, is someone who it, it is a disease. If that's why, whenever I say, whenever we do the You Bet Smart podcast or we do Nate's Daily Wager, it's like be responsible about it. Yeah. And you know, you like don't the way I look, I look at betting the same way I look at the stock market. I don't bet money that I can't lose. Yeah. The way you need to look at betting is the second you hit that button, that money has now been lit on fire. And somebody either is going to hand you that money back with a little bit more or you just never see it again. So like the people who are out there like, I'm going to bet the rent uh, for this month. To, I'm going to bet the rent on Deshaun Watts. I'm going to bet the rent on Dak Prescott to win the Super Bowl. I'll tell you that. I'm like, no, that this, and you know, I, I don't, I do mean for Dallas to take a stray on that one, but it's like, you don't do that. Like that, that's when you, it starts to be a problem. You know, Uwaz or, or uh, Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't pronounce names. I, I Yeah, I'm not going to try to pronounce his names. It was Arike, the old Iowa State football player from 2016 to 2021, who's in the NFL right now. Uh, placed 801 bets, totaling $21,000. Uh, Gary Christensen, the Iowa baseball player, uh, 559 wagers. Pinero Johnson, Iowa State wrestler, placed 1,283 bets, totaling over $45,000. The hell was he betting on how many pins he could fucking get? I guess. I don't know. Uh, so Uwazarike was also, um, where is it? Four of them were on Iowa State football games, including two he played, and the account also placed waiters on 32 Broncos games and Broncos players during the 2022 season. So that was one of the other players they were talking about who was totaling hundreds of bets. Um, I don't know who Souser plays for. Um, I don't care. Um, I don't know if he still plays or not. It doesn't matter to me. The, the point is, this is a huge thing that Iowa State has now probably turned their logo into the underdog fantasy logo just with Iowa State's colors. Uh, <laughs> or the, uh, oh, what's the other one? Uh, Pickwise or whatever it is that actually looks a little bit like a cyclone, except now it's just red and gold. Like that. <laughs> It's just, it's nuts. And I mean, you told me you saw something earlier about how the NFL actually might be announcing more players to get suspended. Yeah, it should. Well, right now they're they're doing this whole investigation with casinos and stuff, and all these betting sites and uh, names haven't been released yet. But in the next coming weeks, they are going to be released. From what I read, obviously the guy that you just mentioned from Denver is one of them, who's obviously already outed. So, but they're also changing now something within the NFL draft where things like this could actually hurt your stock value. That makes sense. I mean, it, but as long and, and, again, and I get it to a degree. I mean, I, I feel like it'd be the same way like when Laramie Tunzel had the, the picture of him in the gas mask with the bong on it. Like that's Yeah. He I mean he's doing fine now, but things like that. Yeah. Like I, I get that potentially hurting your draft stock, but it's also like does it really and I think 
and I think it was also something too where if you get drafted and then stuff like this comes out, the NFL can now get involved and suspend you as well. Well, yeah, that makes sense because you 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 are now a part of that business. So I I, yeah. I get that to a degree. Um, so I mean, I I'm interested to see where this pans out. Um, but I do want to end on one thing because I, I feel like it's it's gonna be a great win in the show. Have you seen the bullshit that is this NFL 100 list? I've seen where I've seen some of it. It's only getting worse. <laughs> what is Chris Simmons doing it? I don't know who's so this is the one that's voted on by the players. So I gotta we find go. it. Well, I know that Rogers was ranked like fifty one or fifty. So he's like not even in the top fifty. I think he was like fifty one if I if I'm correct. Oh, here it is. And I, and I and I know Minka was ranked eighteenth. So for those who hate Minka, yeah, he is a top safety in the league, so I gotta find it. Here it is. So here is the current list of players. Uh, so I'm not gonna list all of them. I'm just gonna list some of the highlights. Uh, Devonte Smith is number one hundred. I think it should be higher. Trevor Lawrence is ninety six. Should be higher than that. Uh, let's keep going. Dalvin Cook is ninety one. Should be higher than that. I agree. I'm just I'm. Going through some of the highlights, I'm missing some players here. I I don't have time to go through all hundred. Um, Marshawn Lattimore is 89. Aiden Hutchinson is 88. Justin Fields is 86. Justin Fields is ahead of Trevor Lawrence, and he didn't do shit last year. Uh, despite that's taking, why the... take, that's why I don't take stock in the in these things because, like, they say it's voted on by the players. Who? The practice squad players? I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I mean, you mean to tell me that you mean to tell me that anybody with a with a fucking ounce of common sense is putting Justin Fields? And I'm not knocking Justin Fields here. For, so for those who listen that think I am, I'm not. But the Bears didn't make the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence did. Lamar Jackson, seventy-two. Uh, Geno okay. Smith, seventy-seven. Geno Smith at 77. He did have a career year last year. I'll give him that. Uh, Joey Bosa at 70. Jared Goff at 66. Let's keep going. Debo Samuel, 61. Just some of it. Trayvon did 60. Number one had been announced yet. It'll be Patrick. Dak at 56, which is ridiculous. Exactly. No, it's his completion percentage. Uh, (laughs) Um, Let's see. Jonathan Allen, 52. Aaron Rodgers, 51. Yeah, so he's not even in the top 50. No. Cam Jordan, 50. Uh, Cam Hayward, 45. Jalen Waddle, 44. Kirk Cousins, 42. How the hell is Waddle ahead of Fucking Devonta Smith. Don't know. Uh, let's keep going. Jamar Chase, 39. He should be higher than that. Much higher. Uh, C.D. Lamb, 34. How the hell are you going to tell me C.D. Lamb is ahead of Jamar Chase? C.D. Lamb shouldn't even be in the top 50. Saquon Barkley, 31. And they've gone all the way up to... Let's keep going. I think they've announced up to uh, 21. So we don't have the top 20 yet. Uh, Nick Chubb at 29. TJ Watt at 27. All right, yeah, no, that that that's bullshit. Derrick Henry 25. <laughs> Miles Garrett 20, George Kittle 19, Minka 18, Max Crosby 17, Trent Williams 14, Devontae Adams 13, Josh Jacobs 12. Aaron Donald's not even in the top 10. I don't get th- this list is garbage, man. <laughs> this, this list that's is what bad. It, this is why I don't take stock in that. That's why I don't take stock in Chris Sims' quarterback rankings. That's why I don't take stock in these draft scouting reports because they're just all bullshit. Oh, 100%. Well, it's, I I just, it's nuts, man. But all right, let's go ahead and close that. We've definitely been going for like an hour, um, probably hour (laughs) 15, hour 20. So we appreciate your patience. Uh, But thank you guys for listening. Um, We really do appreciate it. This will probably come out Monday morning. So you guys have, you know, us screaming in your ears for an hour and 20 minutes or longer. Uh, hope you enjoy it. 
if you like the show, what you can do is you can, you know, let us know with, you know, shout outs, retweets, five stars. If you like the show, five stars anywhere you can, wherever you listen to podcasts, whatever rating system you have drives us up the charts. Don't know why feed the algorithm gods. I don't, you know, and, and that's what we would prefer. If you didn't like the show, you know, it's a lot easier than negative reviews. Never listening again. <laughs> it's like never listening again. And that's cool. We appreciate you taking the time. Maybe you don't like our 20 minute sports podcast where we go down absolute rabbit holes and that's fine. We appreciate your time. Uh, we can't give you your time back, but let's treat it like a bad date. You know, it's not us. It's you, or it's not you. It's us, whatever helps you feel better. And we'll move on from there. Um, you can find us on X or Twitter or whatever the hell this app is called anymore. Um, you can find me over at ITA Bad Take Pod or, you know, TDSN Pod on Twitter. Um, that's the best place to interact with us there. That's where we post updates for the shows. But this show, Is This a Bad Take, which is back finally after like a month and a half off. It's finally back. So I apologize. Uh, shit happens. But it's back. Um, yeah. And then Two Dudes of Sports News, we took last week off. Um, again, things are super busy. Um, Jalen and I will get into that at another point in time. But, you know, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for the patience. Thank you for getting us over a thousand listeners, too, by the way. That's always fun. Um, not not at one time. That'd be astronomical. Um, just a t- total cumulative. If, if hey, if y'all get us a thousand listeners, I, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. What one thousand listeners in one day? I don't I don't know what my plan is for that. Um, but again, if you want to get a shout out too, these are all friends of the show, podcasts we listen to, people who have you know retweeted the show, liked the show, listened to the show, or shows that we listen to as well, or some combination of all of them. Um, also Jim, I know they can find you over at fan of the van on, uh, X, Twitter, Twitter X, whatever the, with your zeets or tweets or whatever they're called now. I don't even know. Um, who knows now it's frigging quote repost. Now it used to be, it's fun to watch him hemorrhage money. Now it's just, well, you see that too. He had that huge X on the building Mm -hmm. and it was like pulsing. It's like, okay, yeah, that, that that makes sense. What if the people in that apartment complex across the way, what if the guy who's directly in that suffers from fucking seizures? I just I, I it but he but he took it down though, because he was forced to. So say say what you will. It's fun to watch people with more money than sense just hemorrhage money. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it always is. It, it's a lot of fun. Um, but shout out to people who, you know. Support the show, places where, you know, I get information, stuff like that as well. Um, shows that we listen to, fun stuff like that. Shout out for this week, because I do have a list. Uh, <laughs> I can send you the list if you want me to. Um, go check out Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast or John over at Wrestling Fan Insight. Those are great wrestling shows. Wrestling isn't really one of my go-to sports, but they do actually put it in a way where even someone like me who doesn't follow the show or doesn't follow wrestling very religiously at all, not to the degree I follow football or, you know, basketball or stuff like that can understand it. So I appreciate that. Um, obviously go check out Jim, uh, his stuff, at fan of the van. Happy birthday, Brent. Uh, go check them out over the 1420 sports podcast. Brent does 40,000 shows a week. Um, you can always hear his voice at one point, one of the hardest working dudes in podcasting, at least that I know of. Um, go check out the BS in sports podcast. Go check out Aaron over at brutally honest sports. I know he's been churning on episodes a lot lately. I'm happy he's back. Um, Aaron, I will be the first to admit I'm a little behind. I will be catching up very, very soon. Um, go check out Chill Takes over on TikTok. He Darian puts out some great content, really good takes, really good opinions. Um, go check out Dave and John of Love of the Playing Field, the guys of the We Like Sports podcast, Sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. If you're looking for a Twitter space to get into, and actually they also have a new YouTube channel, go check out Sports After Dark. If you're looking for a guy who does a lot of, uh, he's not a, how do I put this? Um, I love his show. Um, I think he's retweeted us once or twice before. Uh, go check out Flimlo Raps on YouTube. Dude puts out great content. He does a lot of like what happened to stuff. He really broke down this Jonathan Taylor thing. It's actually where I got the quote that I use in my episode where if like, you know, it's never a bad time to demand your respect. So go check out Flimlo Raps on YouTube. If you look for something to do in Vegas um, that isn't betting on your own school's football team or baseball team or whatever, or outside of an NFL or NFL facility that does, or you know, go check out Coyle over Visit Vegas Places. He gives you the whole rundown of the city. I don't really think he does anything gambling. At least I haven't heard it yet. But if you're looking for gambling, go check out the You Bet Smart podcast and go check out um Sport or uh there it is, Nate Saley Wager. Sorry, Nate. Uh, <laughs> also, go check out Average <laughs> Sports. Um, I feel like I don't shout him out enough. I always retweet him, but I always forget to shout him out. You know, we love E-Man over there. Thanks for having us on. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out on YouTube or Rumble or whatever. It's a long shout out list. Uh, <laughs> 
it's getting longer. Um, and then go check out the stupid history minute as well. So as always, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. Deep breath. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>